Welcome to the HV Audit Training and Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Tim Hungerford. This podcast brought to you by Hungerford Vinton, LLC. If you took accounting or finance in college, you were probably glad when that ratio test was over. You threw away all those crib notes you had with all the different formulas on them and hoped you would never see that stuff again. Well, as it turns out, those ratios can be valuable tools for an auditor. In school, we were taught what the definitions were, but until we got some real-life experiences, we don't know or understand what those ratios were telling us. You know, if we applied ratio analysis to some of the big frauds we've seen over the last few years, they would have been found a lot sooner. Of course, to do ratio analysis, you've got to have some financial statements, so you've got to wait till those financial statements are published, which right there, there's going to be some time frame that will reduce your ability to find fraud right away. Okay, so now that you got your financial statements in hand, let's start reviewing those ratios. Everybody knows the current ratio, where you've got current assets divided by current liabilities. It's supposed to tell us how easily we'll be able to pay our current liabilities with the current assets available to the company. Now, from an auditor's perspective, what does it tell us? Well, embezzlement will cause the ratio to decrease, obviously, because cash goes down, current assets go down, which makes the ratio get smaller. Now, if you're trying to conceal your liabilities, it will make the ratio look better. The quick ratio eliminates things like inventory and focuses on your cash and accounts receivable, but again, how easily these will pay off your current liabilities. An increase in this ratio may represent fictitious sales through increased receivables. The old accounts receivable turnover ratio, which also tells us how quickly we collect on receivables, may be an indicator of fictitious sales also. In this case, the receivables turn over slower. Makes sense, right? Nobody's going to pay on those fictitious sales, are they? Which gets us into our collection ratio, or our day's sales outstanding. Usually has little fluctuation unless there's a significant policy change or the fraud scheme we're looking for. Next, let's look at inventory turnover. And again, this is where you've got inventory on your floor, and these tell you how fast that inventory moves out as sales. Well, it can also tell you how fast it's being moved out for theft. So any material increases in this ratio may represent that. Of course, any material decreases in this ratio may represent embezzlement being hidden in the inventory accounts. Related to the inventory turnover is the turnover ratio, or the average day's inventories in stock. Usually, immaterial changes occur to the stock ratio, unless there have been policy changes. Now, if there's significant changes, they may reflect possible inventory transaction fraud of some kind. Another one I like to look at is the debt-to-equity ratio, which has your debt divided by your equity. Now, material changes to this ratio may reflect struggles of the company or fraud. So if you see significant increases in debt, that's a problem. Or if you see the retained earnings going down and it doesn't correspond with the operating income or losses, you know there's been some adjustments to that retained earnings account. I have seen this in cases where people have either embezzled or where people have tried to make financial statements look better than they are by reducing expenses and offsetting it through the retained earnings account. You also want to look at the operating margin percentage. This takes the gross profit and divides it by sales. The ratio should be pretty consistent. Any material changes could represent hiding fraud in sales, cost of sales, or even inventory. The profit margin is a little more inconsistent because it takes your net income and divides it by sales, and there are a lot of factors in expense, including changes in income tax, that really could affect that bottom line net income. 
So be aware of that inconsistency, but still, material decreases could represent fraudulent transactions. Next, we'll look at the asset turnover ratio, which determines how well our assets generate our sales and therefore our income. So material increases in the ratio may represent false sales. Material decreases in the ratio may represent fraud hidden in asset accounts. And this has been a concern of auditors in the last few years, as controllers and assistant controllers have found ways to hide financial statement fraud and even embezzlement in the capital asset accounts. They assume that the auditor will not look at the details that roll up and back up the capital values. And yet a simple review of the ratios might expose this issue. So that's it for today's podcast on ratios. If you have any questions on this podcast or any previous podcast, feel free to email me at timh at hvaudit.com. And again, any suggestions or topics that you're concerned about and would like some auditing tips on, please include that in your email. Until next time, happy auditing! I'm Tim Hungerford, and thank you for listening to the HV Audit Training and Tips Podcast, brought to you by Hungerford Vinton, LLC, www.hvaudit.com.